listening to another powerful message from C3 Southwest Washington. We are so excited you're here with us, and we believe God has more in store for you. So we had this foray about a week ago, and it was so fun. Everyone was all dressed up, all fancy and awesome. I had a great time. I thought it was so fun to hang out with my church family. Although I will say, I love you all, and I love that we are a church where we can wear shoes that are not heels. And that that's okay because one, like what, two hours in it? I was like, oh, wow. I like you all in our style. Um, Anyway, we had a great time at Vision Builders. For those of you that couldn't be there, uh, we missed you. We wished you could have been there. Uh, But we thought the time that we shared was so special. We wanted to bring all that greatness. There was some great speaking, great message. We wanted to bring that to everyone that couldn't make it there a week, week ago. Six, seven days. I don't know how long ago. It feels like forever. So we brought all that good stuff for you guys here today. So at the soiree, we did, this is a bunch of us, um, and we all got dressed up all sweet and awesome, and we wanted to share the things that happened, which specifically were a look back at 2022. Um, I was kind of floored with all the things that happened in our church last year. Anybody else that was there? Did you guys feel that? Like, it was wild. Um, So we're going to share that with you guys. We're going to look ahead into 2023 what's coming. I'm really excited about it. Um, But Vision Builders has been a thing in our church for a long time. Um, We've done a lot of different focuses of Vision Builders. Every year it kind of adjusts and changes. Um, But I have to say this year I am more excited than I've been in quite a while. We typically aim for kind of like big chunks of things like land or a building or, or equipment. And that's all great and well because we need those things in our church. But this year we're aiming for some things that are going to take place and change our church family right now. And I'm excited about that. It's awesome. It's great. There's Oaxaca stuff. Um, the thing I think I'm most excited about, I get to have a favorite, right? That's okay. Um, there's a big chunk of Vision Builders going towards events, and that's going to be spoken about more in a minute. But it's something that we get to use to invite friends to and enjoy as a family now. So that's a really exciting thing for me. Um, so we're going to talk about that in a second. On your seats, there should be a Vision Builder card. I didn't grab it before I came up here. There's a pamphlet. It has some really great pictures of some of our amazing family members. Um, and there's a card. And you're going to get an opportunity to be part of Vision Builders for this year. Um, but we're going to get started with Pastor Rowena here. And I'll be back in a little bit. Well, it is so good to see you. It's been like forever, right? Yes, well, we are going to just take a few moments just to look back on what 2022 brought to us, because it's easy to forget unless we write it down and look back. And I just thank our team, our uh, the takes our photography team, because they have captured moments, and if they hadn't done their job, we wouldn't have these memories to look back on, to see what God has done for us, through us, for others. So we started off this year, 2020, or last year, 2022, we began gathering, uh, those of you that were with us, at Footprints Church on Saturday nights. Do you remember that? There was some good times, right? Yes. Uh, Then later in January, we took some key leaders to our first uh, C3 Americas conference as a church, which was awesome, to get to be introduced to more of our church family on a bigger scale, to know that we're not alone (laughs) out here, but we have a big family. And it was awesome. Uh, And then we continued our build out here at the Orchards location which was pretty exciting. Then our first Sunday gathering was April Easter Sunday. 
which was very surreal and to know what God had provided and had done for us to make that happen. Then we, uh, April Supernatural Saturday with Pastor Carrie Robertson, which was great. Then May, we moved into May with Mother's Day and our first child dedication here in this building. And those babies, they're not babies anymore, right? No, no, they're growing up. That's, what, that's awesome, though. We get to do it together. We get to see them grow up together, so that's great. Uh, and then we had uh, May water baptisms, six total that day. Then in June, we graduated and uh, our seniors and our junior high students which was uh, just great because they're a great group of, of students, of kids, and in this house. And we get to be a part of that. Um, then June, we have Father's Day, our three-by-fives, which was awesome. Uh, then we continue throughout the year with men and women's prayer. July 4th, we had Patriotic Sunday. Everybody remember that? <laughs> Woo, you do. Okay. <laughs> our winners of the event. Uh, that was great. So get your, get, get your minds set. Get ready. Start planning now. July 4th is coming. Uh, then we had July. We took a Oaxaca trip and took an excellent group of people, some first time, but uh, just a transforming uh, event and just being able to uh, invest outside of our walls. And you'll hear more about that in a few minutes. And then we had July, the box wedding, woo -woo! which is pretty exciting, very an intimate time, but be able to share that with family and friends. Uh, we had dinner parties throughout the year, 72 registered for those events, which was, which was a great number. Uh, September, we had our four by 10 Sunday. You remember that? Oh yes, good words. Uh, then we had the Waldall wedding. Woo! And they are, uh, oh, Dustin is here. There he is. My wife is just staying home resting today. She's uh, just needing some rest for her body. But that was an exciting time to be with, to celebrate that special day with them. And then uh, my city students throughout the year had special events, camping. They had neon uh, nights, which was exciting. They had their, uh, they decided to get dressed up in costumes and celebrate Star Wars together. <laughs> that was our theme. So that was, that's a great time. Uh, October, we had a three by 10 uh, uh, in October. Then uh, we took a group of women, 15, to Awaken Conference in California, which was fun. It was great just for uh, the group of ladies that went, just a bonding time, but also just a time to challenge one another in just that spiritual growth. Uh, then we hosted our C3 Pacific Northwest Conference here with Pastors uh, Simon and Valerie McIntyre, which was great to have him here. Uh, and then we had our grand opening launch weekend, which was very memorable from kids, families events to uh, Saturday night. We had a youth event, and then we had wound it up on that s uh, Sunday morning, which was uh, just great. Just to be able to, we had traveled a long way to get there, <laughs> and we were, we were there. We were launching to be in our community to begin the work God has called us to do here. And so I'm excited for 2023 because we don't have anything to wait for anymore, right? It's about getting down to business. 
Yes? Okay, good. Uh, November fast. It was in November. 21 days of prayer fasting. Each individual did what they uh, felt that they needed to do for that time. But I know for me it was a... a just a good, a good challenging time to refocus, looking ahead to 2023, what I wanted that to look like in my life and what God wanted that to look like for me. Uh, then November, they had a men's weekend with axe throwing and uh, who, Pastor Drew, Pastor Kerry. Um, then they had some time of barbecuing afterwards. Axe throwing, yes. <laughs> some some event with that, and we had some winners. I don't know if that trophy will be passed on this year, but treasure it as you have it, winner. <laughs> uh, then we had water baptisms also in November. We had uh, six water baptisms. Uh, then we moved into December, which we had a gingerbread bash for our families. We had snow, which was very fitting. And we just had a time of celebrating the birth of Jesus, celebrating family. We had planned a Christmas Eve service, but we got iced out. And that was okay. It was sad. <laughs> but it's you know, kind of what happens in the Pacific Northwest, right? It's just it's all better be safe than sorry. So next year. Yes? Next year. Um, so that is a look at 2022 in the events that we did here as a church. And as we look at the giving of what you invested in, of what you sowed, let's take a look at that. We completed our, our build out and uh, furnished it for 600000 We paid cash. Then we sponsored a C3 America, Americas and Global Support for with $5,000. We, our Oaxaca mission trip was $18,000. We were able to uh, invest in that. Uh, we did sponsorship events for individuals, $5,000. We gave an offering for C3 Hermiston of $50,000. You all did that. Uh, we were able to give up to our adoption and fostering, twenty-eight thousand dollars we gave to pastors and missionaries last year eleven thousand dollars so for our church family we were able to give out one hundred seventeen thousand dollars that went outside our four walls oh give it up yes and the 2023, that it would be a year of harvest for what you have invested and that you will see what God will do through you. And I'm, I'm just going to believe that God is going to do great things in 2023. Like I said, it's time now to get busy and to see these, these empty chairs filled up. And yes, go to two services. Yes, it's going to be inconvenient and tiring, but the lives that will be transformed and changed and the hope that will be brought in will be extraordinary. So that's what I want to see. I'm going to believe for 2023. So a, a look back, that's exciting, but the best is still yet to come. Amen? Yes. Amen. Okay, at this time, Pastor Steve's going to come up and just share a little bit more about what Vision Builders is. Give Pastor Rowing a huge, huge hand. 
Happy New Year. Some good looking people in this house. So good to be able to be with you. The last couple of weeks seems like really long to not be able to spend the normal time that we spend together. Um, This is Vision Builder Sunday, and I hope that you treat your life much like we're treating our church. It's important to look back and really have a tangible sense of what the previous season held for you and what you accomplished, what God did. I know one of the ways that I do that is I use checklists for when I pray. When I pray for you, there's been some huge answered prayers on behalf of our church this last year, things that weren't even mentioned. Some of you have experienced miracles and we've prayed together, even in this last couple of weeks, some miracles that took place. And so looking back, we are told in scripture to remind yourself to to share, to reminisce of the things that the Lord has done. Otherwise, they we forget and we feel like, oh, nothing's working out right. Life is such a battle. But when you look at those pictures, you recognize that in January, we were we couldn't even meet on a Sunday. We're meeting on Saturday nights in a borrowed church in a window from 5 o'clock to about 7.30 at nighttime. It was a lot of fun, but it was very, very, very challenging. And the Lord helped us through that season. And we battled through getting permits on this building and furnishing it, and it took a lot of work, but... A year ago, prior to that, we didn't even have the go-ahead on any building in the city, though we had looked at 100. So it's important to rehearse and remember the things that God has done on our behalf. Track the prayer requests and the answered prayer of your own life. I know every year in November, we, we set aside the first 21 days. We call it November fast, and we take the time to read extra scripture and to pray and ask God what he has for our future. I think that's really important. The reason why we do it in November A lot of churches do it in January, but for me, it's hard for me to jump in a car on day one without looking at the map to figure out where I'm going and just try to take the trip. And that's how it feels like if we start prayer and fasting on January the 1st, like the the year's already started. I've got to figure out where to go, and I'm just now asking where am I going. So we do it in November, and in the process of this last year of getting direction for the new year really is the heart of vision builders, to, to go beyond the every day and to say, God, what specific um, big endeavors and vision do you have us to participate for this year? I do that for myself on an individual level. And as we do vision builders, it's geared at that. Uh, Or as as we do uh, the 21 days of prayer and fasting in November fast. And we also do it on a church level to say, Lord, what do you have for the future of our church? And so we look back and we celebrate the things that the Lord has helped us to do. And man, to to give as a church family $117,000 to flow out of these four walls when we didn't even have four walls is insane. It's, It's a God thing. Thank you for being a part of that. Thank you for having a vision for that. And like Pastor Rowena said, so many years in the past, it's been raising money for facility. It's been raising money for purchasing land. And this year, that wasn't a part of Vision Builders because we have a facility. We're in a spot. We paid cash for it in great part because of the faithful giving uh, of the people sitting in this room along with yourself. And so our expression to you is thank you for being a part. Thank you for buying into Vision. Thank you for believing in what God wants to do in your life here and through your life here as well. Now, Vision Builders itself is a group of people. Uh, They are the generous uh, contributors who fund our church's impact beyond just the everyday. Now, the everyday is important. Having a building, unlocking the doors, gathering to worship, having staff, having equipment, having power that actually turns on these lights, that's kind of the everyday stuff. 
And if that's all we did, it would just look like church on a, on a Sunday morning. And we would come and gather and do a couple things during the week, but it would be, it would be minimalistic. And there's not anything wrong with that, but I don't know about you. I'm just not wired to do just the basic. I'm always asking God, what can we do to make impact? What can we do that's bigger and beyond? And so much of Vision Builders funds the above and beyond the normal contributions and the normal endeavors of the church. I don't know if you know this, but in the book of Malachi, the book of Malachi certainly talks about tithes and offerings, and they're going to throw that scripture up for me. But as you look at that portion of scripture, it does mention tithe and it mentions offering. And this is really not uh, an effort to get you to give more or to, to do anything specifically. What I want you to see is what we're able to accomplish because we participate in this economy that God has set up. It says that as you give your tithes specifically, it goes to provide bread within God's house. Bread is always symbolic of the basic needs. It's always symbolic of life. It's always symbolic of seeing our needs met on a regular basis. And I don't know about you, but the first time I ever walked into a church, I had no idea how spiritually starving I was until the windows of heaven opened up. And for the very first time, I experienced God's presence and actually inhaled his, quote unquote, his bread. I experienced God in a way that I had never experienced prior to that moment. I had believed in God before that. I had prayed a lot. You know, Lord, help that girl to like me. Lord, help my parents not to find out what I did. Anybody you pray prayers like that? But in this moment, I experienced God in a way that, that, that is so above and beyond those puny little requests. I experienced a God who infused me with his life at that moment. I was 18 years old, and it was New Britain, Connecticut, and I was stepping into a brick-building church about this size, smaller in attendance, but on that day as we gathered, there was singing, there was preaching, there was teaching, there was food, there was coffee, there was handshaking, but in the midst of what was going on, the, the curtain that separated heaven from my earth opened up, and I experienced God. I experienced, I met Jesus that day. I gave my life to him. And I will tell you that there's been no more impactful thing that's ever happened to me. It changed everything about how I think, what I believe, the direction and course of my life, what I value. Experiencing God in a, in a tangible way like that, not theoretical, not just, oh, let's believe in God, but how can I not believe in this God who I am standing in front of at this moment was powerful. And that bread became a part of my life, but then from that moment on, I had a vision for my life to provide bread for other people. Because here's the truth. That church that existed in New Britain, Connecticut, on the corner just down the street from Central Connecticut State University, that church was a reality because people came together, had had an experience with God, had enjoyed the bread of God, and they gave regularly so that there could be a church so that others could come in and there would be bread for those who would visit. And so for me, since then, and, and many of you are, most of you are the same way, we give regularly in our tithe. We return a portion of our income to the house of God because not only are we enjoying bread, but we're investing for the future Steve Parishes and the future Jay Hofers and I'm trying to look at the future Oscars and the future uh, Jades in the house that, that we have a vision that our friend that we invite is gonna come in and, and maybe not have a clue who God is. And maybe we've shared a few scriptures and we prayed for them, but when they walk in, the heavens will open and they'll experience the presence of God and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I, 
I know what you're talking about, finally. And they experience that born again experience and step into life. And that's an amazing thing. And we're thankful to participate in that. If that was all that we did, that would be wonderful. That would be significant. However, we have a vision for just beyond our, our tithe. We have a vision for giving offering so that we could do way above and beyond and create additional spots, opportunities, and moments for that same type of thing to happen. So that it's not just on a Sunday morning so that we can have a student ministry that's thriving, that excels on a Wednesday night, so that we can create events and opportunities so that our family can experience God in ways that they otherwise would not. When you look at that board and you see that group of 18 people that went to Oaxaca, we underwrote a significant portion. Yes, they paid to go, but a significant portion was not funded by them, was funded by the vision builders of this church. A significant portion of this equipment that we purchased, that our worship team, I mean, this piano didn't just, we didn't just pray it in. Somebody, it was purchased with money, right? Where in the Bible does it say a church has to have a piano? It doesn't say that, but it sure is nice to have one right? It's, it's awesome to have a member of our team to be able to play the piano. It just makes it better. And no, we don't have to have an LED screen, but it sure helps to follow along with what's going on, right? And you don't have to have special lights, but it sure, sure makes it nicer. I mean, if you, you don't need lights at your house either, but some of you have invested in a dimmer switch. Why? It sets the mood. It's valuable. And so for vision builders, we have set this up so that you could participate with the above and beyond. As we prayed in last uh, November and looking into this year, the word that keeps echoing within, uh, within me is this idea of build. And it's not build buildings because we already have buildings, but for this year, it's about building our local church. And so what we've decided is that the money that will come in under the moniker of Vision Builders, which is above and beyond your tithe or separate from your tithe, all of that money will get invested into quadrants. 20% of it will go towards our team that's going to Oaxaca and also the ministry that we have at Trigo, EMEL, which uh, we'll hear about uh, in a few moments uh, for our trip this year. But we've got a significant investment down there and we want to keep that going. Not every church sends a team on, on a mission trip every year, but we have and we plan to continue to do that. We also have said we want to invest in our leadership in the church this year. And so we started our internship and we started to pour into a group of people that raised their hand and said, I believe that God is calling me to a higher level of leadership. And God is calling me to be put my hands into the clay of this local church and to begin to build. And let me see, where are, where are our vision builders that are here? We got Chance and Abby. Dustin, I'm gonna have you raise your hand for Jalise because she's in our in our vision builders. Kim's part of our vision builders. And Alana, where's Alana? Come on, Alana. Do me a favor. The five of you guys st stand up for me for just a second. Go ahead and give them a big hand as they stand. But, you know, stay standing, please. Alana's, Alana, how are you gonna lead if no one can see you, okay? Uh, and usually you're the loudest person in the room. Dustin, why don't you do me a favor, stand. Anyways, we wanna, these, these, these have jumped in and said, I want to step up and grow into leadership in this local church. Now, each of them are investing in themselves, but we're gonna invest above and beyond that, not only into them, but into our leaders. Because these are leaders in the house now, but will grow into key iconic ministry leaders within our body. They've, they hear the call, we recognize the call, and we wanna help them in the process. 
They've said, listen, I want to, these are going to be the ones that you hear a little bit more doing the three by five preaching, three by 10 preaching. When we do do upcoming events, these will be the ones who have helped to plan it and helped to lead it. These will be the ones working behind the scenes to make sure that the vision of the church, along with our existing leaders, make it happen. It's not a promise that any of these will become pastors, but I don't know. This is a starting point maybe for that process for those who are called. And so do me a favor. If you've got some of those leaders standing around you right now, just stand up where you are, circle around them. Let's go ahead and pray over them that God will use them in a significant way. They'll deposit into them in profound ways this year, and he will uh, set set them forward into the trajectory he has for them. Father, we thank you this morning. Come on, pray with me. Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity to invest into our team that has said, I want to serve at a higher level. I want to grow at a higher level. I commit every every day to you, Lord. I commit the following weeks to classroom activities. I commit the following months to serving on a level that pulls together all the resources to create moments for the church to have these divine opportunities to experience you, God. We pray for these interns, God. We pray that you'll fill them to overflowing with your spirit. We pray, God, that you'll fill them to overflowing with wisdom and knowledge as they step forward to grow in that that intentional moment of serving in the house. We pray a blessing over them right now. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. And everyone said amen and amen. Go ahead and give the Lord a hand and you could be seated again. We've got about another week's window. If you still want to be a part of that group, you're already behind by eight days, but you can get caught up and we'll help you in that process. Um, the, fo- the remaining 60% of the resources that will come in with this will help to fund uh, the events that we're planning on doing that have already been mentioned. We have a women's conference happening in February. A church of our size normally wouldn't do that, but we're flying in some heavy hitters and some people from around the region so that our ladies can gather. And so ladies, you can invite your friends to come into an environment that is not just for women, but it is powerful that God's presence is here, that healing takes place, restoration takes place, transformation takes place, where you can be confident as you step into the room that the heavens are going to open up for the people that you invite and that their lives will be transformed and they will take steps into following Jesus. And then we have the same types of things planned for you. In April, we've set aside, we're joining uh, the Forge Men's Conference up in Seattle with Hope Village Church. We've got a number of youth events we'll be planning. We've got a number of other men's and women's events we're planning. And along with our leadership team to make sure as many people as we can can attend C3 Americas. We just want to make that investment so that our leaders can grow as we provide these events. And so that's the breakdown. It's in your brochure of the 20%, 20%, and the 60%. And so we want to challenge you to consider becoming a vision builder. Amen. Um, I want to give you a little bit of a, a, a broader insight to last year, Oaxaca 2022, and upcoming Oaxaca 2023. And uh, Corey and Jenny Mowry are our leaders in this event, this ministry. Come on, guys. Give them a big hand as they come to share about last year and invite you into considering to be a vision builder so that you can be a part, whether you go or not, and we hope you will go, into Oaxaca 2023. And immediately after they're done, uh, Jay Hofer is going to jump up here on the platform because here's, here's something. Let's, let's just talk as family just for a second, okay? Giving is something like anything else that you grow into. How many of you really value your money? Every hand should go up. And the idea of giving some away unless you have to is a big deal. I mean, you think it through. 
And so there's a process, there's a journey all of us go through in learning to be generous with our resources and generous in our giving. And we want you to understand that process. And so Jay's going to share a little bit about his journey. He's one of the most generous guys I know, but that didn't just happen like one day. It didn't just come out of the womb. Yay, I'm here to give. There's a process. There's a working through. And so immediately after they're done, he's going to go ahead and share. Give them one more big hand as they share about Oaxaca. All right. Good morning. Um, if you just kind of take in these pictures behind us, uh, um, it's kind of hard to boil it down. You know, we have hundreds and hundreds of pictures. Um, first trip uh, as a church to Oaxaca was 2017. Uh, and Oaxaca, Oaxaca City, rather, is uh, southern Mexico. So about 300 miles south of Mexico City. And um, the ministry that we go and participate in is called Trigo y Miel. And Trigo Miel is a pretty special place uh, with some pretty special people that um, are impacting the lives of people for the kingdom. And as a church, we've had a chance to go and participate and kind of drop in for a week and, um, you know, invest uh, time and some resources into projects and people. And, and that's really great. Um, one of the the traps, I think, of like a short-term mission is, uh, you know, we put a team together and, you know, the Americans are dropping in and we're going to fix this. And it's just it's just the wrong mentality. And, um, you know, really, honestly, in a short-term mission trip, the, the people on the trip are going to, in some ways, get more out of it. Uh, it's this experience. Um, but I think the one of the things I love about the way we approach this with Trigo Miel is that we are partnering over time with people that are embedded and invested. And so we get to go and partner with them, And which, by the way, we have a trip coming up. So I would highly encourage you to start thinking and praying about that. Um, you know, one of the feedback pieces I've heard from people is like, oh, Mexico, uh, I don't know. Uh, I promise you, I've been a couple times. Jenny's been three times. Uh, it's definitely probably more dangerous going to Jansen Beach or <laughs> taking the trash out back. So, you know, this is a part of Mexico where it just, it just has beautiful people um, and the culture is just really rich and uh, it's just a great place to be. Um, and man, over the, the last five years that we've been involved, the, the trajectory, uh, the work that God's doing in that place um, is incredible. And we're we're lucky to be able to be a part of it. Like, you know, we, we are blessed to be able to partner with them, realizing that God is at the center of what they're doing, and we just get a chance to participate. So Jenny will talk a little bit more about what's coming up. Yeah, so there's a lovely couple named Victor and Letty, and um, this is actually them right here. And they have a great vision for what they're doing in their community. And what's so great about being part of our church that also has vision is that we get to partner with someone else who has vision. So that is way beyond our walls, but it is a beautiful thing to partner in God's community and God's kingdom and um, to be able to take, like Corey said, a, a team down. But when we leave, that mission, that vision doesn't end. That vision is happening every day because they're living it. And we get to support it financially. We get to support it by taking a team down and encourage them and kind of re-energize what they're doing. Because you know how it is when you're in the daily grind. Sometimes you forget what you're doing is so great. Sometimes you forget that what you're doing is making such a big difference. And when somebody looks at it from an outside perspective and they go, wow, that's amazing, you light back up. Like, OK, it is good. 
I am doing what God's calling me to. I am fulfilling the vision that he has set before me. So thank you for your generous giving. Your tithes above and beyond will be 20% um, toward this ministry. And we couldn't be more thrilled because we've had relationship with these people for the last five years, uh, six years. And that isn't ending anytime soon. So we got to take a team of 18 of us last summer. It was focused mostly on our youth group, and then all their parents wanted to come, which was fantastic. And, you know, Jesus tells his disciples to go and make disciples, right? Go. And we went, and what we saw was our team jump in. We saw our team grow. We saw our team become disciples, and it was amazing. And so if you want to experience that amazing, um, I guess, not, it's, it's not what you're doing daily necessarily. It's you're stepping out of your comfort zone and you're going and experiencing something new. But where you're a little discomfort or uncomfortable, God will meet you there, right? Because you're relying on him more. So we want you to join us on our next trip. Our next trip is going to be July 14th to the 21st. We have spots available still, and actually after the service on January 22nd, we will have an informational meeting for anyone interested in finding out more about the trip. You're not committing, you're just saying, hey, I want to know more. So please join us after service right here on January 22nd if you want to know more about going on our next Oaxaca mission trip. And it's not just for youth, it's for everyone, okay? Um, we probably won't be taking a trip the following summer, we're going to switch to an every other year model um, at this moment in time, and it'll be both a um, vacation Bible school type of program that we're doing where we're impacting the 120 kids that come and eat there every day. We're doing Bible uh, lessons and games and crafts and just loving and playing with them, and they love it. And it's intended more so for the little kids, like for you know, up to 12 years old is what they told us to plan for. And yet you can see in some of these pictures, the teenagers are showing up because they love it. And those kids are the same kids that were there five, six years ago when we went for the very first time because they're part of that family. That vision is so big. They feel comfortable there. They're being loved and fed both spiritually and physically. And it's amazing to see. So over time, I've gotten the privilege of getting to see a lot of these kids from the time they were little till now they're teenagers and they're still showing up. And you can partner with um, Forward Edge, who is who we go through, and you can become a sponsor of a family. You can donate money for um, some of the supplies they need. They have a school there. They have a church there. They have um, winter outfits that we just donated money for as well. So, so many ways to get involved beyond our walls. And we just want to say again, thank you for your generosity and your support and your love of this ministry right along with us. All right. Thanks, everybody. Jay Hofer, our wonderful friend. And can I say, um, we love this family, and, um, and I love so many pieces about their story, but their hearts. Uh, that's what drives who they are and their love for Jesus. And if you haven't met them yet, make sure you do.
because they're amazing. Thank you. Well, thank you, Corey and Jenny. I <clears throat> appreciate the great introduction. Uh, Corey and Jenny are our great friends, um, as are many of you. Uh, we're thankful that you're all here today. Uh, Steve asked me to share a little bit about uh, Sandy and my uh, giving journey over the years. So uh, I grew up in the church um, pretty much from age seven on. Uh, in middle school and high school, we had a very dynamic youth group, uh, youth pastor, reminds me a little bit of Steve, a little bit crazy sometimes, lots of fun, uh, lots of party. No, he, so we had, we had a, you know, a great time, uh, you know, just learning about God, and that's where I started to learn about how to give. Um, in that church, though, money was a little bit of a taboo subject, so it isn't, you know, something once a year they talked about, uh, so it's just not, you know, wasn't a, uh, you know, a focus at all, you know, and so then we fast forward a little bit, uh, Sandy and I got married after college, uh, you know, we saw God working in our lives. Uh, Sandy was a teacher at the time. We didn't have any kids. And, you know, we took a, a step of faith. And we're like, okay, she's going to stop working full time so that we can uh, adopt. And, you know, we just saw God come through in that uh, in amazing ways, actually three ways, uh, Justin Jackson Jameson. Uh, and, you know, it, during that time, though, uh, you know, I was I was young in business. Um, I started just a few years before, and it, it was crazy. You know, there were times we always paid our employees, we always paid our bills, and sometimes that meant that there wasn't enough. But God always provided. Uh, he always made sure that we had enough. He always made sure that we were able to take care of our family. Uh, you know, during that time, um, I will say, you know, we were not as consistent. Uh, as we are now. You know, we'd go to church most of the time, but it, it wasn't the same. We, you know, give our tithe sometimes. Oh, did I remember the checkbook? Oh, did we have any money left over? You know, it was a different kind of prioritization. Well, fast forward to uh, just about two years ago, just a little more, and uh, our good friends Corey and Jenny invited us to come meet in this garage. Uh, that they were, This was pre-Footprints Church. Hey, come hang out. It's a close, intimate situation. So, no, we we're, uh, but, but it was wonderful. Sandy and I were really looking to try and get connected. We were looking to try and, you know, move forward in, in our own walks. And we really jumped uh, right in. You know, we were like, hey, what can we do to serve? I think we were serving by like week three. Uh, it was pretty crazy. Um, but but it was wonderful. And then as, as part of that, you know, we are like, okay, it's time to double down. And so we started tithing every single time we got a paycheck. Don't, we, we didn't miss that. And then, so again, continuing on that, Man, I've seen so much growth uh, in Sandy and I, in our relationship, in our relationship with God, uh, in our kids. Man, it, it, they're not the same people that they were just just a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, each one of them serves in different capacities around the church. It's it's amazing. It's it's really an answer to prayer, and it's an answer to how God continues to work through us over time, you know, little steps and little steps. And as we are faithful, he is always faithful back to us. Uh, you know, I want to uh, read a verse, 1 Corinthians uh, 1, 9. Uh, God is faithful, who has called us, called you into fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. God's faithfulness calls us into relationship, into a family where we can experience love and grow together. You know, it, God truly wants to have that relationship with you. Uh, you know, uh, more recently uh, this year, 
Uh, we've uh, sold uh, a rental property, and we're actually about to sell one more. And um, it's amazing, A, that we would have those to begin with, but then uh, we're turning those into opportunities to uh, bless the other people, uh, our employees. So uh, one of them, uh, you know, he's had a hard, hard life, uh, many things going on. And, you know, this has given me a chance to say, hey, I want to provide you this, this rental and this opportunity, a spot for you. And God's the reason why this is happening. You know, God's, God's blessed us over the years. We've been faithful, and, and that's why this is here. So being able to have those conversations may not have happened otherwise. So, you know, utilizing the, the ways that God has, you know, worked in your life, work, you know, using those examples, remembering those things that happen, and, and then recounting those for others, being able to share, you know, man, this is how God has blessed me. All this is open to you. All these things are open in your life. God wants to pour out into you. You just have to say yes. You just have to follow him. Open up your heart to him today. Uh, you know, one of the stories that I talk uh, to my kids about regularly uh, is in Matthew 14, uh, excuse me, Matthew 25, 14 to 30. It's the story of the talents. And uh, a master was going away for a time. And he gave one servant five talents, and, uh, which is money, uh, one servant two, and one servant one talent. And many of you may know the story, but the person who had five, man, he went and worked that and turned that into ten talents. Uh, the person who had two worked and spent you know, time investing that, turned that into two talents. Well, the person who had one, he was scared. So he just went, didn't do anything. Well, master shows back up, person with five talents, comes up and says, hey, how did you do with that? And uh, the, the guy with, with five talents, oh, I turned that into 10. Great, good job, you know, servant, good job, faithful servant. Number, you know, the person with two, same thing. Wow, good job taking what I've given you and turning those resources into more. And when that person with one came up, he hadn't done anything. And, you know, though at the master is like, oh, you know, this is horrible. He takes the money. And gives that to the others and says, you were given a chance and you missed out on that opportunity. Uh, Matthew 25, 29. For to everyone who has will be given more and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. You know, I really just want to encourage you guys, you know, wherever you are uh, in your walk and in your journey, uh, just to be open to what God has for you. You know, in the last two years, uh, I would say Sandy and I have given more than the previous 10 years combined. And it, it's amazing. You know, we're, we're just uh, waiting to see what things God has for us next, you know, what opportunities we have. Uh, you know, I look at every time I go to work, uh, you know, I've got 50 families that we provide for. And how can I help change the trajectory of their lives? What influence can I have on them? Because this isn't just about a paycheck. It isn't just about money, but it's about eternally what things God has for us. So uh, with that, I say thank you very much. Thank you, Jay. I got to hear him speak at the soiree, and it's even more fun to hear it a second time. Um, when I was you know, kind of praying this morning and thinking about the things, what, you know, I'm going to follow Jay Hofer. <laughs> That's a big, those are big shoes to follow. Um, the song popped in my head. You're never going to guess what song it is. Ready? 
It was that Paul McCartney song where he's like, someone's knocking at the door. Don't say, oh, geez. Somebody's ringing the bell. Do me a favor. Open the door and let him in. You know what song I'm talking about? Yeah, that's Michael Jackson. Wrong guy. They were buddies. Michael and Paul. Anyhow, so <laughs> that Paul McCartney song is spiritual because there's a bi- verse in the Bible that Paul probably got that from, you know, Sir Paul. Uh, it's Matthew 7. And the thing that the Hofer family has exemplified is just this. Ask, it will be given to you. Seek, you'll find right here. Knock, and the door will be opened unto you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks, the door is going to be opened. It's not a potential um, response to you knocking. It is a promise of what happens when you knock, all right? And I feel like in Jay and Sandy's example, it wasn't just like a door they knocked on. It was like this great big bay door of a, of a, a garage of something that like when they knocked, it like whooshed open because the things that have come out of that opportunity Um, that God provided to them, they took hold of it. They knocked. We all have doors we stand at all the time. I don't know if you've ever sat and thought about this. There's doors that I've walked up to in my life, and I'm, eh, what would have happened if I would have knocked? And this is a door that I don't want any of us to have to think back on and wish we had knocked, right? We can open that. We can knock on that door, and God, it will open every time, all right? And a lot of times when that door opens, it's things we never could have imagined because God's plan and his vision for our lives is always bigger and better than whatever we have planned, all right? So today we have two kind of giving things going on. There's, I grabbed it this time, guys, I remembered. You have a vision builder's card. This is helpful for the church in forecasting how we're gonna do things. I'm really excited about being a vision builder because these events that are gonna come up this year, um, I have a kid wanting to go on the Oaxaca Um, trip again this year. Um, These events that happen, they're going to impact your life. They're going to impact your family's lives. They're going to impact this community. And Vancouver needs more Jesus, okay? All right, so you guys can fill this out. We are trying to get these in the box today if you can, um, but the the box will also be there all month. So if you need to think about it, pray about it, we want a a cognitive decision, not an emotional one, right? Um, But you can also do your regular giving. And I actually, just so you guys know, because I'm not good at technology, and you all know that now because I can't work a microphone. Um, it's really easy to do on your phone. You guys can give in the back. You can give on your phone. I did it. I figured it out, so it's easy. If I can do it, you can do it. Um, right, Barb? If Barb can do it, yes. <laughs> um, and uh, you can also, you know, checkbooks are good too. That's fine as well. Um, but I'm going to encourage all of you guys to join me standing. You can take something that represents your giving if you'd like. Um, If you're a first-time visitor here, we are not after your money at all. We're after making sure you know who Jesus is. So um, we're talking to the people that are here regularly. Um, We're going to go ahead and pray over your giving. So take whatever represents your giving, and I'm going to have you either hold it to your heart or Steve likes to wave it in the air, his his form of worship. (laughs) But please join me as we pray. Jesus, thank you so much for all you've done, God. I just thank you for this opportunity to be part of something big this year for Vision Builders. I pray that whatever comes into vision builders, Jesus, that you would expand that, that it would go further, that there'd be discounts for events and big things that we're able to take advantage of with this money that would glorify you, Jesus. And I pray that more people come to see you in this community than ever before because of what you're doing. I pray that the money that comes in for Oaxaca is multiplied so that when the trip happens this year, it is an incredible success, Jesus. I pray that the interns this year spout your names so loud in this community, Jesus, that everyone has to hear you, Jesus, here. And I pray that for all these people that are in this room, that whatever they give is multiplied, that big things happen in the lives of the people that are in this room because of their faith in you. They're knocking at the door, Jesus. Answer us every time, Jesus. We believe in you for that, God. Thank you for loving us. Thank you for your faithfulness, Jesus. We love you. In your precious name we pray, amen. 
Thanks for being with us today. Be sure to like and subscribe and visit us at c3swwa.com for more information about our church. 